0: Ruth chapter 2, and we'll read from verse 1. And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabitess said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field, and glean ears of corn after him in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And her hap was to light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless thee. Then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? And the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she said, I pray you, Let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and hath continued even from the morning until now that she tarried a little in the house. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Let thine eyes be on the field That they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art athirst, go unto the vessels and drink of that which the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground, and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thine eyes, that thou shouldst take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger?' And Boaz answered and said unto her, It hath fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thine husband, and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother, and the land of thy nativity, and art come unto a people which thou knewest not heretofore. The Lord recompense thy work, and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings. Thou art come to trust. Then she said, Let me find favour in thy sight, my Lord, for that thou hast comforted me, and for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thine handmaid, though I be not like unto one of thine handmaidens. And Boaz said unto her, At mealtime come thou hither and eat of the bread, and dip thy morsel in the vinegar. And she sat beside the reapers, And he reached her parched corn, and she did eat, and was sufficed, and left. And when she was risen up to glean, Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and reproach her not. And let fall also some of the handfuls of purpose for her, and leave them, that she may glean them, and rebuke her not. So she gleaned in the field until even, and beat out that she had gleaned, and it was about an ephah of barley. And she took it up and went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned, and she brought forth and gave to her that she had reserved after she was sufficed. And her mother-in-law said unto her, Where hast thou gleaned today, and where wroughtest thou? Blessed be he that did take knowledge of thee. And she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought, and said, The man's name with whom I wrought today is Boaz. And Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, Blessed be, blessed be he of the Lord, who hath not left off his kindness to the living and to the dead. And Naomi said unto her, The man is near kin unto us, one of our next kinsmen and ruth the moabitess said he said unto me also thou shalt keep fast by my young men until they have ended all my harvest and naomi said unto ruth her daughter-in-law it is good my daughter that thou go out with his maidens that they meet thee not in any other field so she kept fast by the maidens of boaz to glean unto the end of barley harvest and of wheat harvest, and dwelt with her mother-in-law. Amen. May the Lord bless that reading to us. We've previously met Naomi and Ruth in the first chapter of this lovely little book, and now we meet Boaz. He is the other main character in the history of this book. His name means in him is strength. That's quite a difference from the names that we read uh, last week about uh, hunger and sickness. But uh, here is a man called Boaz whose whose name means in him is strength. And that's a lovely name to have. And we'll think a little bit about that later because we have a parallel here with one who also is strong to save his people. Boaz is called, he's described as a mighty man. Now that probably doesn't mean that he was a mighty man of valor in the sense that he was a a, a fighter or he was a, a soldier. It probably means that he was an important man in the community. He was wealthy. He was a man of property. But he was also rich in honour and kindness and lightly in the scriptures as well. He was well respected by his neighbours and those who lived around about. And most importantly, he was a close relative. He was a kinsman to Naomi uh, on her dead husband's side. Now, as we come to this chapter, this passage, we might do well to know that under the law of Moses, by which this society was managed at the time, uh, poor people were allowed to glean in the fields as the harvest was being gathered. And gleaning just means that they were allowed to go along After the reapers, as they were taking in the crop, as they were taking in the grain, and little grains of wheat or barley, whatever the crop might be, that fell on the ground, they were allowed to pick them up grain by grain and to take them and keep them for themselves. And it was a way of the Lord being gracious to the poorest in the community. And in fact, uh, the the reapers of the grain were prohibited from cutting the very edges of the field or the corners of the field. So there was always a little bit where the corner went round in the angle of the field where the uh, grain still stood and there the gleaners were able to take that for themselves. And um, they would uh, also not be allowed, the, the reapers were not allowed to go back and, and to pick up the individual grains. This was left as uh, a little spillage left for the poor, such as widows and strangers, as God's gift to them. And Ruth, we discover, I would think as soon as the she and Naomi came back to Bethlehem, Uh, she very quickly said, because they came back at the time of the barley harvest, she immediately said, here was an opportunity to get some food for them both. And at once she asked leave of Naomi to go and to glean to help feed them both. And this shows humility and respect and industriousness, a, a willingness on the part of Ruth to be a worker. She was a hard worker and she gave uh, proper uh, respect and honour to Naomi as well in asking for her advice and for asking for her permission to go and do this job. And out of politeness we learn that she also asked permission of the reapers and that being granted she commenced to work amongst the others that were doing the same and amongst the group that were Reaping and uh, gathering in the field. And we read a little phrase. It is that her hap was to light. Um, I'm not sure that everyone would necessarily know what that phrase means. Her hap was to light. Well, it means this it means it just so happened that she chose to glean in the field that belonged to Boaz. Her hap, that's happened uh, to light or a light, she sort of landed, not by any design, not by any uh, uh, previous plan. She just landed in a field that happened to belong to Boaz. However, here we begin to see something called providence at work. And providence is God's way of accomplishing his will by which he uses what we might otherwise consider random or circumstantial events to achieve his own purpose. And God's eternal purpose is to save his people from their sin. And for that reason, a saviour was required to come into the world. The Lord Jesus Christ was required to come into the world as a man and redeem his people by paying the ransom price by dying in their place. And that saviour, as we know, is the Lord Jesus Christ. However, this was over a thousand years before the birth of Christ. But let me tell you something which is very, very interesting and I think important. Boaz was in the direct line, and indeed Ruth, were in the direct line of the Lord Jesus Christ's genealogy. So that Boaz and Ruth were the great, 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 lots of times, grandparents of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when God was making his plan to send the Lord Jesus Christ into the world to save sinners, he also made the plan that he would be the son of Mary. And all the way back, his grandparents and great-grandparents, all the way back to Boaz and Ruth, were in God's plan. That just shows you how big God's plans are and how much detail and uh, uh, um, specific uh, uh, planning went into the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing was accidental, even the fact that Ruth happened to come to this field this day. God's plan was that she should meet Boaz and that Boaz and Ruth would be married. Now I hope I've not given too much away about the end of the story but that's the important thing about what is happening here in this meeting. Ruth and Boaz were in the direct line of the saviour and this is what we see beginning to unfold. Boaz when Ruth was gleaning came to his field and we hear about the courtesy and uh, that he expressed to his reapers and they to him and the care that he took of his employees. But he noticed Ruth. He saw Ruth in all the field of people amongst all the reapers and all of the business that was going on and all of the work and, and the labouring that was taking place and all of the other maidens that were there. He spied Ruth. And that's a lovely thought as well, that the Lord... Sees his people. He knows where we are, he knows who we are, and he is interested in us. And noticing Ruth, Boaz inquired who she was. Now he already knew about this girl, we discover that in the later verses, and he knew about her kindness to Naomi. So he encouraged her to remain in his field and he promised her protection and he offered her refreshment. He instructed his young men accordingly and when Ruth asks why she is being shown so much favour by Boaz, Boaz acknowledges Ruth's kindness to Naomi and he also recognises her faith in God which he describes as being under the wings of him whom she had come to trust. So Ruth thanked Boaz, she expressed surprise that she had been taken so much care of and we then discover that Boaz further invites her to eat a meal with him and his workers at the day's end. As the story unfolds we see that after the uh, midday Lunch break, if you like, before the evening meal, um, the day being divided up uh, according to the meal times. Uh, after the midday break, Ruth went back to reaping, and Boaz takes special note of her again. And he tells his young men to allow her to reap in the best parts of the field, and he instructs them to purposefully leave handfuls of grain for her to collect. And at the end of the day, after she had done her afternoon shift, if you like, at the end of the day, she had collected a sizable amount, about enough to eat for both Naomi and uh, Ruth for a week. That was the amount that she had gathered. And we also learn that she took back to Naomi some of the meal that she had gotten from Boaz that she had Left over. So that showed Ruth's care and provision for her mother in law. And Naomi, of course, was impressed at the amount of grain that Ruth had brought home, and she asked her where and in whose field she had gleaned. And learning that it was Boaz, she rejoiced and informed Ruth that Boaz was a near kinsman. And actually, it's an interesting word that because kinsman also has a meaning of redeemer and uh, a kinsman or a redeemer was someone who had a close family relationship and family rights of inheritance and redemption of property. So given that, Naomi encouraged Ruth to do as Boaz had said and remain close to his workers, for the rest of the barley and wheat harvest and not to go into the fields of anyone else. And that would have ensured her personal safety, but it also was a mark of respect to Boaz for his kindness and concern towards towards Ruth. Here's a couple of things that I want to leave with you by way of little lessons which I think we can take from this this delightful story, this delightful history of Ruth and Boaz. The appearance of Boaz coming into the story as he does introduces us to the true and spiritual meaning of this passage. Boaz's relationship to Naomi, that of a kinsman and a close family relation as we've seen, is also bringing with it the concept of this Redeemer. And here we see the types and the pictures and the patterns that the whole of Scripture contains concerning the saving work of the Lord Jesus Christ beginning to unfold once again for us in this beautiful story. Boaz points to the Redeemer who is the Lord Jesus and the redeeming work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Boaz had a relationship to Elimelech, who was now, of course, dead by family ties. Elimelech had gone down to Moab and he'd lost everything. Just as we, you and me, just as we have fallen... In Adam, and lost all our blessings, lost all contact with God, lost all peace with God, lost all friendship with God. But Boaz had a right to redeem. And by the Lord Jesus Christ taking our flesh and joining Himself to our nature, He too has a right to redeem us from the loss and poverty of our sinful state. So here is a parallel between Boaz and the Lord Jesus Christ, a kinsman redeemer. The story of Ruth is part of the history of salvation because as we've mentioned, and we'll see this uh, hopefully uh, a little bit more fully uh, later, Boaz was in the line of the family, the family line of the Messiah. And by this account, we see a picture of Christ's redeeming work being given over a thousand years before the Messiah came to the Old Testament Jews and of course to us as well because we can read this story in our Bibles still all this time later. But the Old Testament Jews were provided with a picture of the kinsman redeemer. And they would think about this and they would harbour this lesson, this story, this history of Ruth and Boaz and they would know that there was something profound in what Boaz had achieved and accomplished on behalf of Ruth. Boaz was a lawful, fitting and able redeemer of Ruth, for Ruth. And the Lord Jesus Christ is a lawful, fitting and able redeemer for his people like you and me as well. And another little lesson that we can learn from this is that we can note how the Lord works in providence. In providence, we we might just think, "Oh, it's just it just happens. It's just circumstances. It's just the way things are." There was no planning in there. There was there was no thought went into that, and yet the Lord uses the random circumstances of our life to do His will in our life, and we call that once again providence. And so we see God's hand in providence here. To bring about his purposes and do his people good. And let us note something in this. He gave Ruth a need. Ruth was hungry. Ruth would have starved. But she thought, I need to go out for the sake of Naomi, for the sake of my own life. I need to go out and I need to work and I need to glean and I need to gather these uh, grains that we might eat. And that's what the Lord does. He places a need in his people. And then he uses those needs and the circumstances of our lives to accomplish his purpose and his will. People who are alive need to eat. And that is true spiritually as well. All to whom the Lord gives new life, they need to eat the bread of life. We need to feed on the one who is the bread of life, the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to feed on spiritual things in order to grow and develop. And that's what we're doing here when we come to hear the gospel preached. We see and we hear and we learn about the Lord Jesus Christ with a spiritual understanding. Now, Ruth happened to go to Boaz's field. But in truth, the Lord led her to that particular field according to his purpose. And he leads us just the same. He leads us to Christ for the bread of life. He leads us to his gospel for the nourishment and refreshment that we need in our souls. He leads us to his pastors and preachers who are like the workers in the field. And there the Lord provides for his people just as Boaz provided for Ruth's protection and for her care and for her refreshment. What Boaz did for Ruth physically... The Lord does for us spiritually. He loves us. He protects us. He feeds our souls by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And did you notice that the reapers were instructed to leave handfuls of purpose? What a beautiful phrase that is. Handfuls of purpose. They were to leave handfuls of grain on purpose behind them. So that when Ruth followed up, she would be able to pick up these grains and put them in her sack, put them in her bag and carry them home. Boaz told his reapers to leave handfuls of purpose or on purpose. And the Lord instructs faithful preachers to leave handfuls of spiritual blessings that we may collect them as we glean under the sound of the gospel, under the sound of his word. And we shall not go home empty and unfed if we come into Boaz's field, if we come into Christ's church and seek and feed upon the spiritual food purposefully left for us to find and to gather up. So let us ask the Lord to lead us to the right place for our soul's good. And as Naomi instructed Ruth, let us not forsake the field of Boaz for another field. When our Lord graciously and kindly supplies our need. And just one more little thing and then we're done uh, today. Um, This part anyway. Ruth was a Moabite and she was a widow, and she was poor, and she was hungry, and she was an outcast in many ways. But she found grace in the sight of Boaz. And may this picture too speak to our hearts. Maybe you think you're too bad or you're too young or uh, you've got so little to offer and you're unsure and and, and, and fearful for what the future holds. And, and in a, that's all true. That's all true. This is a difficult stage in life for young people. Yet despite all of that, despite all of the things that were against Ruth, Boaz looked upon her And took notice of her and blessed her. He invited her to eat with him, to labour in his field, to continue under his protection and his provision. And so the Lord Jesus Christ extends his welcome to those who are weary and lonely and hungry and poor and outcast. And spiritually speaking, we are all these things. But our Lord and Saviour welcomes us to his field of plenty, his banqueting table, his banqueting house and his banner over us is love. Ruth trusted in God and she trusted in Boaz. Let us trust in the love and mercy of our kinsman, Redeemer Jesus Christ for all our needs. And he will never let us down. Amen.